The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, and currently pastors the megachurch Tikrum Cathedral. His weekly Sunday services, conventions, conferences, and Monday 11th hour prayers are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's the Bishop Eddie Fabian. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Right. I think our memory verse for today is um, Isaiah 9 verse 6. Is that it? Okay. So can we all do it together? Ready? Go. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Isn't that it? Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Yes? Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah Nine six. six. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Did you get it? Yes. Some of you were not reading. Let's all read it again. Ready? Go. Isaiah chapter nine verse six. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Amen. Read the key. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, Amen. 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 Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for today. Thank you for this beautiful Christmas day that we can come into your presence. We ask, O oh God, that your spirit will be with us. Holy Spirit, guide us into all truth. Let there be salvation. Let souls be saved. On this day of your birth, O oh God, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shouted, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. All right. Um, I see some choristers at the back there. Are they with us? Let's make sure that everybody is seated. Choristers at the back. Make sure that everyone is settled down. Okay. Amen. Right. I'm just going to preach a very short message. It's Christmas Day, so we don't have to preach for long. Christmas Day. I'm sure Bring many up. of you have some lye soup and some. Amen. Amen. But I'm happy to see all of you from Aija, from from Echakrum, from Ejusu. From Ejusu. Hallelujah. Amen. From Baro. Baro from uh, Antwa. From Nyaminaye. From um, Fumiswa. From Kokobra. From uh, Kwamu. From Tikrum. I think it's a good place to put our hands together. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, today I want to read a scripture from Luke chapter 2, and then we'll be hearing the word of God. Right. 
Verse 1, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor. And all went to be taxed. And Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth to be taxed. And so it was that while they were, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass that as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Amen. Amen. Well, today my emphasis will be on the verse 8. Um, okay, uh, maybe verse 10. Well, yeah, the Bible says that and the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Somebody said, Good tidings of great joy. Oh, you are not saying like you believe in it. Say good tidings of great joy. Amen. Amen. So that is going to be our title for our message today. Now, tidings is just an old English word which means news or information. Yeah. Yeah, the information you What a shock. But we see here that angels were actively involved in the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Angels are a part of our lives. The Bible says that when we come into the house of God. We have come into an innumerable company of angels. Very likely that there's an angel sitting right by you right now. Yeah. You know, some of us, when we come to church, we don't even, we are not even conscious of the fact that there are angels in our midst. I remember I met one man in Liberia many years ago when I was there. And he was telling me how he got born again. He said he went to church. And um, actually, somebody came to witness to him. Maybe you should go back a bit because of the, if you can climb up. Yeah. The um, Somebody, he was in his house when somebody came into the house, even though bodyguards were there. The person managed to enter. No fear. And he was very shocked how the person entered with the bodyguards there, and he was able to come into the house. And so he was so shocked, he couldn't say anything. He just listened to what the man had to say. 
So the man witnessed to him. And he said he wanted to lead him to Christ. Now this was a, a pastor who came in. But this person who he went to see was somebody called General Naked. I don't know if you know him. But he was one of the Liberian warlords. Yeah. One of the things he used to do. He takes people's hearts and eats it. Yeah. And he said that his God told him to be eating people's hearts for power. Yeah. I met him. I was sitting with him like this. I was just looking at, wow, this is somebody who has been eating people's hearts. You know, but I mean, the long and short of it was that people were praying for him. So, they sent somebody to go and speak to him about Christ. So, that's what happened. The person went to the house. Somehow, all the bodyguards didn't see him. He entered the house. He witnessed to him. And then he invited him to church. And he left. And so the man came out and he asked his bodyguards, Did you see the man who just entered? Did you see anybody? He was very shocked. And that is when he saw that power passed power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, no, I will go to this church to go and see what is happening. So when he went, he said at the entrance, he met a certain being that was standing at the entrance. So a certain being, I mean, not supernatural being. So he just knelt down and started kind of worshiping the, the, the. and this was what he was telling me and, and, the, and it was an angel and, and the person told him that I am an angel so I'm not the one he should he said go into the church the pastor there he will be talking to you so but the angel he said the angel says something which really amazed me he said that the angel said his duty is there to mark the register of the people who are coming to church. So, so there are angels here who are marking register of the people who are coming to church. And not just people who have come, and even the time that you came to church. So those of you come very late, everything is recorded in heaven. You know when the Bible says that when we get to heaven, there are books. So I wonder what are in those books? It's possible that the time you came to church is written in one of the books there. But what I'm just saying is that angels are involved in our lives from day to day you cannot say you believe in the word of God and not believe in angels angels are always at work I've had a couple of times had an encounter with an angel before you know you will know after everything has happened that it was an angel you met. But they were so they are so involved in our lives. Let it go down a bit. Eh? Let it go down a bit. They are so involved in our lives that even in the birth of Jesus, they came in to make the announcement about his birth. And to let you know that this is a very supernatural thing that has happened that a baby is born on a day like this. 
Hallelujah. Amen. A very supernatural thing. It looked like just a child that was born, as any child that is born on this earth. But this was a very supernatural incident. What did your kind say? Or can intention to want to say? I said, I could be a young woman, I said, So it looks like a normal thing. But what I'm saying is that that of Jesus was not a normal thing. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. So the Bible says that. An angel was sent to come. And many times, our lives, the issues that are in our lives that bring fear to us and all that, we need some calming words to make us become so that our fears will not overtake us. So, as soon as the angel came, the angel said, fear not. Tell somebody fear not. Tell him whatever is bringing fear in your life. The word of God says fear not. Hallelujah. Amen. There are people walking around with a lot of fear. But the coming of Jesus is taking away every fear from your life. Yeah. People have the fear of the unknown. We don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. But because we have Jesus, we don't need to be afraid of tomorrow. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Those of you at the back, are you with us? Oh, they cannot hear me when I speak. They can hear me. Yeah. Don't be afraid from today. I'm speaking prophetically to somebody you came here with so much fear. Don't be afraid. The coming year 2023, don't be afraid. It's going to be a good year. You know, when we see all the things that are happening, the, the dollar and all these things skyrocketing, that we don't even know what is going to happen next. You wonder how next year is going to be like. But I stand here as a prophet of God. And I prophesy to somebody, don't be afraid. I said, don't be afraid. God will take care of you. You shall live and not die. So declare the works of the Lord. If you believe it, can I hear your loudest amen? Amen. Tell three people, fear not. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, why should I not be afraid? See, on this Christmas day, I'm just giving you what God wants you to know. That number one, don't be afraid. The coming of Jesus is taking away every fear. The second thing, he said that, why? Because I'm bringing you good news. Oh, I don't know. I think the people here, they don't like good news. May you receive good news. Before this year is over, may you hear some good news. He said, fear not. Fear not. For I bring you good tidings. Good tidings. Good tidings of great joy. Oh, may you receive good news of great joy. 
Do you know that you can hear some news and it can rather make you sad? How many of you have heard some news that made you sad? There have been times I've heard news that made me sad. And can make you sad. But the coming of Jesus yes, is not bringing sadness to your life. It's not bringing sorrow to your life. It's bringing great joy to your life. Oh, I thought someone was going to put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah! Amen! Good tidings of great joy. I don't know how many wants to hear some good news, but some of you, it's been a long time since you heard some good news. Yeah. But concerning your business, you hear good news. Concerning your marriage, you hear good news. Concerning your ministry, you will hear good news. Concerning your health, you will hear good news. Because some of you, the doctor has been telling you today, he says, You're here. Next time, he's You're here. Then he said, Go and do scan. And he said, There's something here. But from today, we cancel all those things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Next time you visit the hospital, the doctor will say, everything is okay. Everything is all right. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Good news. Say good news. Hallelujah. Amen. So what is the good news? Three things, or maybe four things, because my bishop says that every good message has three points, so maximum four points. So, right there in that scripture in verse 10, he said, I bring you, let me read that scripture again in verse 10. He said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Verse 11. For unto you is born this day. This day. And I think that's the first thing I want to talk about. That God is practical for you today. Did you hear that one? Or that one you can't say it in three. God is practical for you today. Now, many times, people feel that the word of God is not applicable today. It's like, oh, it's for some people of some years back, but not for us. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. He is practical for you today. The word of God can be applied to your life today. Young man, young lady, don't say that these are things for some people who died many years ago. You will be missing out on the blessing that God has for you when you ignore the word of God. The Bible says that how can a young man cleanse his ways? It said by taking heed to the word of God. Can we turn the speaker so that I don't have to It's only the word of God that can make a difference in your life. What can make somebody like me to be standing here and be preaching? It can only be the word of God. I mean, on a Sunday morning like this, by now, I should be at a mutual base. Two God beer bottles. One on the left, one on the right. And I have three girls. One here, one here, and one in front of me. Am I speaking to somebody here? You are speaking. 
What will make somebody like me to be preaching the word of God? Is the word of God. What can make a young lady to be sitting down in church? Nice girls like this. By now, some man will be squeezing them somewhere. the girl singing in the choir. No, these girls could be singing at a disco. Wearing some high heels. And wearing some skimpy dresses. And they will be at a nightclub. Singing. But look at them singing for Jesus. It's the only the word of God that can do that. Unto you is this day. This day. Listen. Let the word of God apply to you today. Don't say tomorrow. Apply it today. You, you don't control tomorrow. You don't know what tomorrow holds for you. Some of you, you have been invited here today because God wants you to hear the word today. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say next week. God wants you to have salvation today. You know, in life, there are many things that don't just happen in one day. Most things don't happen just in a day. Especially if the thing is a good thing. Yeah. If you want to become a seamstress, you don't become a seamstress in one day. Yeah. Even in today's uh, uh, quick fix world where everybody wants something fast, fast, fast uh, food, fast this, fast that. You don't go and say, uh, make me a seamstress today. Will you be happy when you take your dress to somebody and the person says, oh, I've been watching YouTube from morning to evening. I've been watching how to sew. I can sew your dress. Will you give your dress to that person? Or you go and see a doctor. When you arrive at the hospital, the doctor who is about to operate you says that, oh, I've been watching operation on YouTube since morning up to now so i can operate you would you like the doctor to operate you so most things don't just happen in one day you have to go through a series of things but I'm glad to announce to you that when it comes to the salvation of your soul, the Bible says it can take place in one day. It can take place in one day. When it comes to the change of your life, it can take place in one day. Oh, yeah. There was a time I used to move in a certain direction like this. But I met the word of God. I heard the word of God. And immediately I turned. And I went this way. And from that day, my life has not been the same. Somebody's life can change today. Am I speaking to somebody? I said, your life can change today. Your situation can change today. I prophesy a change in your life today. The reason why today must be important to you because tomorrow is not for you. 
The Bible says that it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that there is judgment. When that time comes, you cannot say, I'm not ready. It is your time. It is your time. You can't say, I'm not ready. That is why today, the Bible says, as you hear his voice, Hebrews 3, 7 and 8, harden not your heart. Don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart. Because a day is going to come when you stand before God and you will have no excuse. You will not have any excuse. You know, one man, he didn't want to die. He was afraid. He said he will not die. But he said, the time has come. You can't run away. He used to work for a Nigerian businessman. Very rich. Igbo uh, type of man. And, and, and he was in the man's house one day when the man sent him to go to the market in, in Nigeria. No. When he went to the market, who did he meet at the market? He met death. When death saw him, death squeezed his face and looked at him like that. When the man saw death, he was afraid. He ran away. He went back to his master in Lagos and told the master, Master, I'm going back to Ghana. He said, Why? He said, no, 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 no. I'm going now. Pay me my money. I'm going. The man couldn't understand. What is the problem? He said, I went to the market and I saw death standing there. And I don't, I'm going back. The man said, what? No problem. Take your money. Listen, I am going to the, I'm going to face death myself. How can he make my servant run away to Ghana? So when he went to the market, lo and behold, death was standing there. Yeah, squeeze it, he was standing there. And he said, hey, you death. Okay, so you, are you the one who has made my servant run away to Ghana? He said, yes. He said, why? He said, because I have an appointment with him in Ghana at this time. So he said, no share with me our Ghana memory. So I'm surprised he's standing here in the man. I have an appointment with him in Ghana, right? He didn't, didn't get the revelation, you see. So he's running to Ghana and actually he's moving to meet his death in Ghana. But what I'm saying is that you can't run away from your death. He was actually supposed to die in Ghana, but he was in Lagos. So when the death saw him, he was surprised. So he ran to Ghana to go and die in Ghana because he was meant to die in Ghana. He just was in Nigeria. Then he met death. Then he, he ran. I think you are not getting the joke. So let me let the story. So let me just move on. But listen. What I'm saying is this that we all have an appointment with death. And when your time comes, you cannot postpone it. That is why today, if you hear the word of God, don't harden your heart. The word of God is for today. When you come to church and you hear preaching, don't say, okay, I will do it next week. I will do it later. Now! The Bible says that faith is now. Now, faith is. Now, faith is. So, you need to have a mind that as I hear the word, I'm going to obey it. 
that's the good news that you can actually have something today yeah Whatever you are believing God, may you receive it today. As you have come to church and you are going back, may you receive whatever you came looking for today. In the name of Jesus. But the second good news is that he said, Fear not for I bring unto you good news. For unto you is born this day. What? A savior. A savior. A savior. A savior. The second good news I want you to understand is that Jesus was born a savior for you and I. Yeah. There are many people when they are born, you don't even know who they are. There are some people, the way they treat their children, you don't even know what the child is going to become one day. One day I heard Bishop Adi saying that yeah, girls, when they are calling their children, every calling is an insult. The small calling, there must be insult attached to the calling. Small calling. Just call the boy to come. You have to insult him to add to the calling. But what I'm saying is that you are calling this boy, his head is like the tickling, killing, this, that, that, but you don't know who this child is going to become. The truth is that we all don't know. That is why it's good news that the angels have come to tell us that this child, that this child, that this child, that this child is going to become the savior of the world. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. The savior of the world. Many years ago, Adolf Hitler, do you know Adolf Hitler? Adolf Hitler caused the death of about 100, this is about 100 million people or so. I mean, one man, because of you, 100 million people have died. And when he was born, I don't think that anybody thought that this boy. Yeah. I hear when he was growing up, he said he wanted to draw. He wanted to do art. So he went to the Vienna School of Art. Vienna School of Art. When he went to the place, Any drawing he draws, mm. so the people rejected him from the school. The thing entered the guy. So he took to the streets. And then he started developing hatred for Jews and all these type of things. And then all these things entered into his whole life, ended up in a place where he caused the death of 100 million people. I'm sure that if the people knew that this guy was, they would have said, Yeah, they would have said, if they knew you see so the thing is that we don't even know what we are dealing with you see that is why God had to send an angel to come and tell the people that hey this child that is born is not a normal child this child is going to be the savior of the world. I don't know of any child who has been prophesied about like that. 
but Jesus. I don't know of any other child. It's Jesus. All the other people who say they are the saviors. Nothing like that was said about them. You can mention their names. Nobody even knew who they were going to be when they were born. Yeah. But Jesus. Yes, it was prophesied. Yes, he was going to be the savior of the world. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, one of my favorite scriptures. It says that. And she actually was actually my first scripture I memorized. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people yeah. Beloved, you and I deserve to die. You and I deserve to go to prison. Prison. How many realize that you deserve to go to prison? See, I know why you are not raising your hand because you don't believe that you should go to prison. When you go to Liberia, there's a prison there. They, they have one of their prisons. It's, it's one of the prisons where they write the crimes that people have committed. Normally, they don't write the crimes, but it, this one, when you go there, they will written lies, 100 people. Like they are telling the number of people in the prison. Liars, 100 people. Armed robbers, 24. Uh, thieves. Thieves are different from armed robbers. They, they've written all of them down. I'm Robinson, so I'm here say they have written all there. Yeah. Now, how many of you here have you told a lie before? Have you seen that you should be in the prison in Liberia? Okay, maybe the question is too simple. How many of you have told 100 lies before? Some of you, I think you should raise your legs too. Because a lot of lies. How many of you have stolen something before? Especially meat from your mother's soup. Some of you, Christmas Day, you are stealing meat from your mother's soup. Even this morning, you went to steal meat from the soup. So, how many should be in the Liberian prison by now? How many? How many of you have murdered somebody before? See, you will not say it. But, but the Bible says that when you hate your brother, you, are, you have murdered him. You are a murderer. So, so how many murderers are here? Hey. All of you should be in prison. How about fornicators? How many fornicators? The pastors are not raising their hand. They're, they're, what a shock. What a shock. The Bible says that when you look at a woman, to lust after her, you have already removed your trousers. You have removed how many realize that by that definition you are already here? So, do you realize that all of us are supposed to go to hell? So, are you happy that Jesus came 
As a savior to save you from yourself. Oh, I think you should stand and clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Oh. How many are happy that Jesus came? Hallelujah! So the Bible says he shall save his people. That's the salvation. A savior is born. What is he going to do? Save you from your sins. This morning I heard Bishop saying in the Flow Church, he said, God made a great effort to save us. Because you were far away. But Jesus came to save you. He didn't stay in the manger. A lot of people think he, no, he became a man. He died on the cross and he shed his blood. And that blood is what washes away all your sins. You see, we cannot talk about Christmas and not talk about Easter. Because the two go together. He came so that you'll be saved. He was born so that you be saved. Today, Today, may you not live here without your salvation. Number three, as I I close, he said, There is born to you this day a savior. This day, number one. Number two, a savior. And he said, who is Christ? Only Christ Our Lord. Listen to me. Jesus was born also as Christ, our Lord. Christ, our Lord. Christ Christ means the anointed one. Christ is anointed. So, people think that Jesus' father was called Joseph Christ. That is why he's called Jesus Christ. But his name was Jesus because he was very anointed. And there were many other Jesuses. Even today, football. There are footballers who are called Jesus. So, huh? So they, they needed something to differentiate this particular Jesus. So they said the one that is anointed so look, is said, the one we are talking about. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Anointed means he's able to heal you of your sickness. He is able to solve your problems for you. Today, I don't know what problem you have. But when you come to Jesus, He will solve your problems for you. He said, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says that he is Christ our Lord. You can only experience all these good things when you make Jesus your Lord. If Jesus is not your Lord, all these things we talk about, you will not experience it. Today, miracles, you will not get it. Salvation, you will never get it. The anointing, what the anointing can do, you will never receive. If 
it doesn't end in he being your Lord. There are many people who go to church today. But Jesus is not your Lord. Your money is your Lord. Your girlfriend is your Lord. I mean, if Sunday morning you, you, you get the opportunity to go and get some money somewhere and come to church, you would rather leave the church and go for the money. Yeah. People say, oh, he is not your Lord, that is why. God cannot speak into your life. Many of us, we control our own lives. But Jesus wants to be in control of your life. Yeah. The reason why the devil has his way in your life is because you control your life. But if Jesus is in control, I'm going to end with this story my mother told me many years ago. Yeah. My mother passed about 20 years ago she said she said something she said a certain man um, had a big house the house had about 10 bedrooms and one day the man was in his house and the devil came there to destroy things in the house. And the man got a plan that he would bring Jesus into the house so that the devil cannot come and destroy the house. So when Jesus came, he told Jesus, you see this bedroom, I want you to sleep there. When the devil comes, sort him out. That day, the devil came to destroy a lot of things. So the man got up in the morning and said, Jesus, but I put you here to take care. Why have you? Then Jesus said, come and see the room where you put me, whether the devil was able to come there. And truly, the devil couldn't go there. So the man said to Jesus, Okay, Jesus, take one more bedroom. So that when he comes, you sort him out. That day, the devil came to spoil a lot of things again. So when the man got up, he said, Ah, Jesus, I've given you two bedrooms in this house. Why are you allowing the devil to come and spoil things? And Jesus said, Come and see the two bedrooms you put me inside. Whether the devil was able to come there. Still, the man couldn't get a revelation. So he said to Jesus, Jesus, add one more bedroom. So that when he comes, you will sort him out. And that day, the devil came to spoil even more things in the house. When the man got up, Sorry, he said, Jesus, why? Jesus said, come and see the three bedrooms you gave to me. Whether the devil. Now the man got the revelation. He said, Jesus, take over all the bedrooms. Take over all the bedrooms. Take over the whole house. And that day, when the devil came to the door, Guess who was standing at the door waiting? It was Jesus. It was Jesus. It was Jesus. The devil couldn't come. He ran away. Listen, some of you, you are only giving one bedroom of your life to Jesus. Some of you, just two bedrooms of your life. Two bedrooms. 
but it's time to give your whole life to Jesus. May this Christmas day be a day of good news. In Jesus' name, stand to your feet. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious. Oh, precious. Is that love that makes me white as snow? Oh no, I've found I know nothing but the blood of Jesus. No gentle, Yes, Praise the Lord. There is no greater love than this love. That a man will come and be born in this world and die to save you from your sin. He came to be born and to die for you. That was his mission. The Bible says that how can you escape if you neglect such a great salvation how can you escape today as every head is bowed every eye closed maybe somebody invited you to church but deep down in your heart you are not saved you know that you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You know that Jesus is not the Lord of your life. If you should die now, you are not sure you are going to make it to heaven. Because the Bible says the wages of sin is dead. It says, but the gift of God is eternal life. So you through Jesus Christ our Lord. Today, this gift is available for you. Maybe somebody invited you. Somebody called you. But it's actually Jesus calling you. He brought you here to tell you about what he has done for you. The things he has done for you. Today, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Today, if you are here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'm going to pray with you. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. 
Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Come this way. Come this way. Come this way. Clap for them as they come. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Many people are coming to Jesus. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. God bless you. God bless you. Now listen. Listen. Even at the airport. Even at the airport, they give you another chance. I believe that there are about three or four more people there who need to give their life to Christ. You are waiting till tomorrow. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Today, the Bible says that if you shall hear his voice, God bless you, my brother. Come. There are three more people. You must come. God bless you. Clap, clap for them as they come. Come. Where is that brother going to? Is he born again? Is he saved? Ask him. Somebody ask him. Is he born again? Clap for her as she comes. It's a guy. What a shock. Come all the way. Yes. There are two more people at the back. You must come. Clap for them as they come. Come. Two more people. Two more people. God bless you. God bless you. Don't say you never heard a word. Come. Clap for them. Clap for them as they come. There is one more person who must come. Where is that person? One more person who must come. One more person. Clap. I said this is not the one. There's another person who must come. You know yourself. You know I'm speaking to you. Come. Come. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them. Clap for them. Keep coming. Keep coming. God bless you. God bless you. There is one guy on this side. You need to come. If there are two people on this side, move quickly now. Tomorrow will be too late. Tomorrow will be too late. Come now. Come now. Clap for them. Clap for her. Clap for her as she comes. Clap for her. Oh, keep clapping. Why is that one more person from that side? Come now, 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 now. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Come to Jesus. 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 Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine? All these people are in there. Now listen, Jesus died for you. Before I pray with this, I want to give one more chance. Because even at the airport, they give you one more chance before the plane takes off. If you are that person, run quickly and come. Run quickly and come to the cap. God bless you. 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 Hallelujah. How many are excited that Jesus died for all these people? Those of you in front here, just lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want you to pray this prayer after me. We'll pray in English and we'll pray in key. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today, I thank you for coming to this world. For coming to this world. To die for my sins. To die for my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Please write my name. 
Please write my name. In the Lamb's Book of Life. In the Lamb's Book of Life. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Now let's pray in you. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522 to speak to Prophet Eddie Fabin. Prophet Fabin would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and YouTube. Follow and subscribe today. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.